Well, a lab in Burnaby is exploring how psychedelics, ayahuasca and psilocybin mushrooms, can change how people view mental health. Now, the psychedelic drug ayahuasca has long been used in South America, but more recently, we've been hearing about it uh, in news headlines, along with uh, the news that people are using it increasingly in therapy here. Now, for more on this, I'm joined by Ben Lightburn. He's the CEO of Filament. Hi, Ben. Hi, Raji. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thanks very much. Before we get into what it is that uh, you're doing at Filament, can you tell us a little bit about ayahuasca, its history, and how it's suddenly being used more here? Sure. So ayahuasca is a traditional ceremony and, in fact, brew um, uh, coming from uh, the Amazon region of of South America. And indigenous people there um, uh, figured out that with two different extracts of two different plants, you could actually have a psychedelic experience. Um, What's fascinating about the ayahuasca is that it actually requires these two different extracts to be effective. Um, One of them contains a compound called DMT, which taken on its own actually doesn't produce any biological effects. So in fact, you need to consume a second extract, which prevents the body from breaking the DMT down. This extract is, is, contains compounds called beta-carbolines, harmaline, and, and other related compounds. So the traditional people actually figured out that taking these two extracts together at the same time produces hallucinogenic effects in the human body, which is just a fascinating story. Ben, I don't know if you're on uh, speakerphone, but if you are, could you just change it to regular so I can, I can hear you better? Um, so can you just get into a little bit what ayahuasca has to do with people using it in therapy settings for their mental health? So DM, is this better, by the way? It is indeed. Thank you so much. So these um, compounds, DMT, psilocybin, um, and, and others, they're what are called uh, serotonin analogs. And when you take them, they mimic the uh, activity of serotonin in the brain. They cause these different hallucinations um, and other effects in the body, which is thought to open us up to be able to receive different kinds of therapy. Um, And so recently, we've seen a lot of growing interest in the use of DMT, psilocybin, and and other serotonin analogs in order to treat various mental health conditions, depression, PTSD, substance use disorders. These are all um, areas in which it's being shown great promise to use these compounds um, to to improve um, human condition. Yeah, so we have actually on the show before had people, uh, medical professionals on talking about uh, how psychedelics help alleviate symptoms of depression as well. Uh, Now, what is it unique that you are doing at Filament Health then? So up until now, all research that's been done um, on these substances has been done with um, preparations of compounds that have been uh, created in, in a lab synthetically. And Filament is actually the first company to have achieved um, naturally derived psychedelic drug candidates. We started with psilocybin and and psilocin, a closely related compound from the magic mushroom about a year ago. And now we're moving into ayahuasca. People often ask us why bother recreating these things naturally. Well, there's a number of reasons. The, The first of which is, well, the vast majority of human experiences with psychedelic substances actually are with natural substances. Um, 
you can imagine that millions and millions of people have taken magic mushrooms and a vast number of people have taken ayahuasca, but very few have actually taken synthetic versions of these compounds um, in, for instance, clinical trials or through very limited special access. But we think it's much more important to recreate the natural versions. Um, and the sort of technical difference is that when we make a natural extract of magic mushrooms or of ayahuasca, we're actually extracting much more than just the one target compound that you hear about. Magic mushrooms contain much more than just psilocybin. They contain a dozen or more other compounds that could have potential synergistic effects. And when you make psilocybin via synthesis, you don't actually make all these other compounds as well. So we believe in keeping all of the compounds that are present naturally in the final product because we think it could have um, an improvement on efficacy at the end of the day. But mostly what we think is that people will desire uh, to be able to have a choice between a natural psychedelic product and a synthetic psychedelic product. And what about the issue of safety? Because we've heard about how dangerous it can be to, for some individuals to uh, take ayahuasca. Well, there is actually, there's a lot of um, uh, reporting about the dangers of, uh, of some of these substances. Not all of the dangers are factual. Some, some of this goes back to the psychedelic hysteria that was uh, engendered uh, during the illegalization of these substances in the 60s, 70s, um, and 80s. But it is true that without the proper support, um, psychological assistance during what can be a very challenging experience for many people, that there is the, the possibility of a, good out, of, of a bad outcome, I should say. Um, remember that some of these conditions that we're trying to treat, depression, opioid use disorder, uh, PTSD, these are very serious conditions, and, and a, a, a large portion of the patient population is actually in a very tough shape. So no matter what, um, any intervention with a, with a patient population like this will carry some risk. But we're confident that by, by providing them with a standardized product where the people know exactly what they're getting, that they're getting exactly the same dose, um, as opposed to in, in traditional settings where or underground settings where everyone might get a different dose of the psilocybin or the DMT and it, if the product isn't very standardized. We think that providing everyone with a standardized product can help uh, improve the outcomes and decrease the risk for all involved. I understand that doctors can apply to have access to experimental therapies um, and that your company, Filament Health, uh, you have drug candidates in your clinical trials, but you're hoping also to develop a pharmaceutical product available to everybody. That's correct. So in, in Canada, there's a program called the Special Access Program. And this program allows Canadians, uh, through their healthcare providers, to request access to drugs um, which are not yet approved, which are experimental therapies, um, if the patient is suffering from a serious or life-threatening condition. And earlier this year, um, uh, Health Canada changed the regulations so that it was actually possible to apply for MDMA and psilocybin. Those are the two psychedelic drugs for which it's now possible to apply. Um, and because our drugs are actually undergoing clinical trials and, and are under clinical investigation, they, they qualify as um, experimental therapies in Canada. And Canadians and their doctors actually have been busy applying um, to Health Canada for access to our drugs and has been approving said access. So we're, we're very pleased that um, some patients are receiving care, using our drugs, um, although 
formal approval of our drugs um, is probably not going to be for a, a few more years. Okay, Ben, thanks. We'll leave it there. You're very welcome. Thank you.